Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gina Bianca podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm glad that you guys are loving the podcast. Thank you so much for the messages, for the support, for the shares, all of that. You guys are so amazing. Thank you so much again. If you like this episode or any of my episodes, please feel free to take a screenshot, post them on your Instagram story, and don't forget to tag us. Every time you share the podcast, it's opening up so more people can have access to this amazing free information. So thank you so much for sharing it. I have one ask of you this week and I'm asking you to uh, take some time and send my podcast to somebody who you think really would need it. So we all have those friends who just like have excuse after excuse after excuse or who are telling the same stories over and over and the biggest gift you can give them is by giving them a little bit of tough love and giving them a resource. So I would definitely pick your favorite episode, send it to them and then try to discuss it with them to try to get them to follow through and actually listen to the content and the information uh the information I'm sharing here I really want to help and you know change people's lives so thank you so much for all the shares again I really really appreciate it don't forget to leave a review leave a rating you guys I should have started this podcast a long time ago but I was so nervous and scared and I'm glad that I started it because with an audience like you guys I can do anything because you're so supportive so thank you so much again And uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about me and uh, let's get into it. Welcome to the Gina Bianca podcast. So I don't know about you guys, but I've had a pretty crazy week. (laughs) I'm going to talk about some real shit here. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure tons of you guys can relate to me. So we're going to take a break with the hair and the business for a minute. And we're going to talk about some real shit. Okay. So um, I just got back from Blacksburg, Virginia. We just had an amazing class there. It was really, really incredible. Uh, Before that, over maybe four or five days, I started doing the keto diet, uh, along with juicing celery juice, uh, or juicing celery and, uh, working out. So I definitely started a little bit of a healthier routine. If you watch my Instagram stories, you guys know I was like sharing, posting all my recipes and all that stuff. Um, so on my way to Blacksburg, I realized very quickly that I was very ill within the first like 20 minutes of leaving. I noticed very quickly that I was very ill and I was like, okay, Hey, this is not good. So every 30 minutes we had to stop and I was sick and it was awful. And I'm not telling you this so you feel bad for me. I'm telling you this because I wanted to share with you a little bit about uh, what I'm experiencing with health and trying to crack a different routine and uh, just some other stuff going on. So stay with me. So I'm doing the keto diet and uh, turns out you have to really measure and keep track of everything or it really doesn't do much for you. Um, I guess people say it's really, really easy the way that uh, keto works. And I'm sure that it is. But uh, my my life is not uh, ever going to be run by food ever. It just isn't. I grew up with a very weird relationship with food. Um, we would always go out to eat. We would never cook. Uh, we, my mom worked all the, t- all the time and, you know, she did that to take care of us and everything. So no big deal. But, you know, I always grew up eating out a lot and I just got used to the convenience of eating out. And I'm just like, you know what? Enough is enough. I have to start saving some money and stop eating like this. I really don't feel good after I eat a three, four course meal. If I 
go out or something. And, you know, I was really just like sick and tired of feeling like shit. So I really just kind of got disgusted with myself. And uh, I think that's what happens when you really have when you really want to change You can't like you can't just like change. You have to really get disgusted with your current reality. And uh, the story I was telling myself was like, you know, oh yeah, like this is what happens when you're like 28. Like you, you know, this is what happens. Your body changes. This is what happens. This is what happens. Uh, I started buying bigger clothes. I started just like uh, throwing money at the problem. Uh, And what I would end up doing is I would go into my closet and I would take all of my clothes that didn't fit and I would donate them. And then I would like vow or I would go in and look at all my big clothes and be like this is disgusting like I'm not um, gonna live like this anymore I would donate all of my clothes I'm changing tomorrow blah 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 and then I would have the same exact habits as I would have the next day and it was almost like just punishing myself and I would throw money at the problem by buying bigger clothes I would punish myself by donating like really nice clothes and I just like never made a change I was almost just like in limbo with my health and how I felt and how I looked and you know there's a lot of pressure when you are you know in a position that I am in, you know, on stage or uh, working with very, uh, in my world, very famous and beautiful, amazing people. And, you know, I wore sneakers and a t-shirt at home, you know what I mean? So uh, it's a lot of stress and pressure. And I got to the point where I was really just like dreading anything, like just like just really nervous about taking pictures with you guys, really just like not feeling good about myself. And, you know, it was getting to the point where I was just like, enough is enough. I'm done. Um, And how this all started, this new uh, routine was I just started juicing celery. And my friend uh, had been telling me about this for a long time, Ricardo, uh, Ricardo Jara hair. He like was posting about it all the time. And I was like, celery juice, not doing that. Ew. It's no from me. Not doing that shit. Gross. Um, But I do know about myself that one of the best ways for me to jumpstart anything is by juicing. It always, always, always has just like cleared me out, given me energy, given me clarity, given me focus, and it makes me feel light and it makes me feel less heavy. So I feel like I can do more. So I started juicing and in combination with juicing and keto, I realized very quickly that my stomach could not handle all of that change. So I started adding a very small amount of carbs. Here's another thing. I was not educated in the keto diet and I really didn't care to be so like think about like if you want to be set up to win or if you want to be successful like you kind of have to put in the work and you kind of like have to care about what you're doing so I really didn't care about keto the science behind it I really didn't care how the diet worked I really just don't care when it comes to like measuring and obsessing over food, I just don't want to measure and obsess over food. Um, I really don't want that to be my life. And I see other people obsess over food and uh, I just don't want that to be my life. So what I decided to do is I'm not going to label myself as doing keto, but I am going to say I am juicing eating very low carb, very, very, very low carb with keto. I didn't, I thought you weren't allowed to have any carbs. I didn't have carbs for seven days. None, not one. I don't even think one carb. Um, but I didn't even research. You're supposed to have carbs on keto, just a little bit. But, um, you know, I wasn't researching it. I really just wanted to start something. But I would have to say the biggest change I've made is the juicing every morning. And you guys, if you've never juiced in the morning, go buy a juicer. It's like 70 bucks. Go buy one. Go get a bunch of vegetables. I just 
hauled a bunch of vegetables from across the street. I live right across from a grocery store. $27 will make me like eight juices, which really isn't bad. And if you buy them, it's going to be so much more money than that. And all I do is I go to like Robex.com or uh, Fresh Monkey or one of these smoothie places in my area. And I just look at their green smoothies and I just grab those ingredients. And you can always adjust them if you want to. But it's really easy. And it was the best way for me to start just getting a little bit healthier. So low carb, lots of juicing, and just working out. So diet and exercise, that's what I'm doing. So everyone's like, how's keto going? How's keto going? Sending me like 400 recipes. And I'm just like, it's going really good, but like I don't think my stomach can handle all of that fat, but I'm not sure. You know what I mean? I really didn't give it as as much of a good try. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that I did. I did like a couple couple of days with it, um, maybe like a week with it, and we we ate really good. We did all of the things, but I find that I feel so much better. Just really, really low carb exercising and juicing. That's that's my wave right now. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I know a lot of you guys are messaging me about it, so I just wanted to give you little. Uh, little preview of what, what I'm doing uh, just to get into some better shape. I've lost 26 pounds um, since about four or five months ago. That really started when I started using cannabis. That was one of the biggest things that helped me lose weight. It really helped me control my appetite, helped me manage my anxiety and stress so I wasn't like stress eating. Um, and it just like calms me out because sometimes you get like hangry like if you don't eat for so long you get hangry and then you just eat whatever right and you just you no control because you just eat like you know you come home from work you're starving you shovel in 1800 calories and then you go to bed wake up get your iced coffee and do it all over again like your poor stomach oh like my poor stomach must was you know really 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 uh, beat up just from, you know, the eating like huge, huge quantities of food in a short amount of time right before bed and then waking up and not even drinking water, like drinking with an iced coffee. So I have to tell you, I'm feeling much, much better. And uh, I know that New Year's is a time where we all try to get really, really healthy and all of the things. But I really, you know, it wasn't New Year's that got me excited to do this. It was getting really disgusted with myself and and really acknowledging that I was just telling a story. Like, I can't run because my foot hurts. It's just a story. Like, it's just a fucking excuse to get out of it. Um, I don't have time to juice every morning. It takes me literally under a minute to make a delicious green juice. It takes me two minutes to clean the juicer. It takes me longer to sit through the drive-thru. You know what I mean? So that I don't have time story, all that shit. It's not real. It's really just like you don't want to change your comfortable, cushy routine. So if it's New Year's and you're kind of like, oh, uh, I don't know, I want to make a change. I'm going to challenge you to do one thing and I'm going to challenge you to replace your morning coffee, bagel, whatever with something healthy. Uh, it could be a juice, could be a bulletproof coffee, could be water, could be whatever, but you're going to start your day way, way, way better. Um, and you won't be craving as much shit and sugar if you're starting with a healthy, cleaner vegetables, right? Now, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not like anybody, you know, whatever, but it's working for me. I lost 26 pounds so far. I'm finally under 200 pounds, which has been like... Oh my God, like I always was smaller growing up. I always wore like a size four to six. And, you know, as I opened my business, I, I really let myself go. 
And there's nothing wrong with being plus size. I felt beautiful plus size. My fiance loved me um, any size. My fiance loves me at any size. He never made me feel anything less than beautiful uh, any any size I ever was but it's very nice he was gone for a while and he was like yeah you look really good I was like oh, yes thank you that makes me want to work a thousand times harder I was like it makes me want to work so much harder that you notice because I really am doing it for me but um why not look my best for him right so I think women and men and anybody are beautiful at any size I don't think there's anything wrong with any size however if you're feeling tired, drained, stressed, all of these things, start with your body. We only have one body. That's all we get in this world is one body and start to take care of it is like, oh my God, my next thing is smoking. I don't know what my fucking issue is with cigarettes, but um, I think it's just because I've been smoking for so long and I just don't want to smoke a jewel. I don't know you guys so I'm working on myself a lot I'm really really working on myself and I hope that um, by sharing the little wins that I have or the little things it inspires you to just like fucking get up and go just get up and go I don't want to just tell you how to pre-book your hair appointments I want you to like really show up and like serve and show up and perform so um that's what's happening uh on my end so anyways so I (sighs) I'm driving to Blacksburg. Finally get to Blacksburg. I am exhausted. I have been ill for nine hours. Um, We go out. We eat. I eat nothing. I was like, I can't eat anything. My stomach is just so sensitive from like the the sickness, right? Uh, So I get to um, I get to the hotel. I talk to Steve. He's relaxing at home with some friends. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed. I was in bed by nine o'clock, right? So something happened at my house while I was gone. And, and you know, I'm going to just be real with you guys. I'm going, I went through some real shit uh, over the past couple of days and I'm not going to share it all over Instagram. I wanted to make sure that, you know, we could process everything that had happened. And uh, I want to just share some real shit with you that's going on. Um, and it's real life. And I'm sure that you guys go through the same stuff. So I hope that maybe me going through it makes you feel a little less alone. Um, but yeah, I'll just share with you. So I was sleeping. And I woke up at one or two in the morning and opened my eyes and I got a text from Steve and it said, hey, are you still awake? And I didn't answer. Now, um, I didn't answer because I figured, well, he's probably sleeping right now and I don't want to wake him up. So next morning comes along. I'm still very ill and I wake up. And I get a text from him and it says, hey, can you call me? So I call him right away. And I was like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Whatever. And he's like, so I didn't know if I wanted to tell you this, um, especially because you have a class today. But I mean, I would want to know if it were me. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Like my heart, my stomach, everything just sank to the floor. I was like, what happened? Um, I was just so nervous, like there was an accident or something happened. And I, I have to teach in front of 70 people. I don't uh, I cannot do anything. Um, so he was like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but our dogs got into a horrible fight. And I was just like, what the fuck happened? I was like, what happened? I was like, literally immediately, like wanted to just get in the car and drive home, catch a flight, get home. I was like, what happened? Um, I have a husky and a pit bull. 
If you guys have seen my page, you guys have seen both of them, Misha and Charlie. And uh, when Steve and I first met, uh, we both had puppies. So Misha and Charlie have been together and best friends. They'll even stay in the same crate. They're like literally inseparable sisters. And they do fight a lot. (laughs) But these fights are very like... uh, Mm, they're siblings, right? So they beat each other up and people will like watch them fight and be like, holy shit, are they okay? And we're like, they're fine. This is how they get their energy out. And, um, you know, they took it too far. And this is the first time this had ever happened to us, but Misha ended up in the emergency room uh, because she did get nicked in a spot. It's like right in the corner of her leg where it's just like a weird spot and she got nicked there and she was bleeding. Like it was, Steve went to grab a pizza and he came home and it was like enough quiet enough they're here now so you'll hear them so um he went to grab a pizza he was gone for literally five minutes because we live right across from a pizza place and he uh came back in inside and it was a bloodbath and I don't know if you guys have dogs but um that is the scariest thing to ever come home to I can't even imagine I I've never came home to that and I was literally just feeling so sad that he had to deal with it by himself I felt so guilty um I know traveling looks and seems glamorous and I know that a lot of you guys want to do it but it does come at a price you know Steve was by himself with them uh he was in the ER all night with Misha he had to pick her up uh do all the medicine she was she was in a lot of pain she was under anesthesia she had to have surgery uh get a drain tube put in her leg and, um, you know, he was dealing with that all by himself. And it really made me think like, fuck, when we have kids, like, wow, like this is a lot, you know, cause I don't have any kids. So I give a lot of credit to those who do, and it's just a lot. So, um, long story short, you know, uh, I did my class, I came home. Um, my, my baby was in a lot of pain. She's got her stitches that come out on Monday. Charlie was devastated. She was just like so ashamed and embarrassed and just it was an accident. You know, they fight and play all the time. And I guarantee you my husky started it because she starts it all. She's a little shit. She likes to take Charlie's favorite ball and just like squeeze it and blow the air directly into Charlie's ear. And Charlie's like, enough is enough. I'm going to kill you. Right. So um, I was feeling like super shitty as a dog parent. I was like, you know what? I suck as a parent. (laughs) I have no control over my animal, obviously. Like, my dogs are vicious. Like, they're bad. I was literally thinking every negative, horrible thing um, while I was away. And I was just really ashamed and embarrassed. And I was like, are we ever going to get back to the point? Like, they're never going to be the same. And that's the story I kept saying. I was like, they're never going to be the same after this. They're never going to be the same after this. Because Charlie was attacked before at a local... uh, dog boarding place here in the town of Southington and she was attacked by three pit bulls and she was never the same after and all I thought about was my home never being the same and I was devastated I was just like what what the fuck nothing's ever going to be the same how are we ever going to come back from this they broke skin right and um anyways I come home And as soon as I walked into my house, I went right to Charlie and I was like, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I knew it would be really easy 
to resent one or the other for hurting each other. But when I walked in, I was like, I forgive you. Everyone was sad. Everyone was just like, we don't want this to happen. Like we wish it never happened. I swear it was just like sad. And like our house is just full of love and forgiveness and all of the things right now. So I'm like dealing with all of this stuff all week. I can't leave Misha's side because if her stitches break or if she licks or if she pulls the drain tube out, she's got to go right back in for surgery. So for the past week, I've been home. just like literally home with Misha and trying to get ready for my uh, two and a half week trip to LA. So um, I'm booked out there. I'm leaving on Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, it'll be Monday. I'll be leaving Wednesday and I'll be in LA for almost three weeks. So just trying to get my shit together and, and keep my house together. Right. And, and try to like unpack, pack and, uh, you know, keep everything together. Plus having to deal with, um, fucking dog fighting over here I'm like Jesus Christ what's going on um it's been pretty stressful uh but you know what what I want to say is that what I learned from the whole thing is that my dogs aren't fucked up my dogs aren't vicious um they took one little fight too far and if we do nothing about it then it'll probably happen again So we decided to enroll both of them into uh, coaching, dog coaching. Okay, I believe so much in coaching. My dogs are getting fucking coaching, okay? (laughs) So um, I'm going to keep you guys updated uh, on how they're doing. But Charlie's going to be gone for four weeks. She's going to full-blown rehab because she was in two fights. The first fight, she was jumped and attacked by irresponsible people at a dog boarding facility who should not have been honestly watching dogs. Um, And the second time she just took a a little play fight too far, but those two things, that's too much for me. We we must, uh, and we must take care of this. She's too good of a girl to have, um, she's too good of a girl to have these little uh, accidents. So um, I'm so excited that we found uh, this amazing, amazing, amazing uh, dog coaching place. So I'm going to keep you guys posted on this and I'm going to make sure uh, I update you and um, you can hear her in the background <laughs> crying. She's like always like on edge, like always guarding the house, all of the things. But like she just needs to like calm down right? So we have them both enrolled. They're both starting on Tuesday. So Misha's going to be gone three weeks uh, to deal with her separation anxiety and spitefulness because she is a husky and she can be very rude. Like if I don't give her a treat or if I don't give her some of my food, she may or may not um, chew the table I'm sitting at right next to me while looking at me. (laughs) So she's really spiteful. Both of my dogs have issues. We all have issues, honestly. Um, So I literally feel like they're going to therapy to deal with their shit. And now I can be a better parent, dog owner, because I need training too. Um, I can be better for them by just taking action. So um, I'm really kind of sad with myself that we let it get to a fight with them to get them like, you know, intensive training. Uh, but I feel like really excited and really proud that we're doing the training with them because I know they're going to live such a better life when they can just calm down a little bit and just realize that like they're dogs and that they're not here to, 
you know, um, protect us from every squirrel, every bug, every, you know what I mean? Because they're just so protective and like crazy, right? Um, So two high energy dogs. If you have dogs, um, if you're a dog person, you'll understand. You'll like this one, I feel, if you're a dog person, because I'm sure you've broken up your fair amount of fights. I'm sure you felt like shit about it. And it's like, you don't even want to tell anybody because you're just like, they're going to think my dog is vicious. But like, my dog is not vicious. They're beautiful little angel babies. They just like beat the shit out of each other, right? So, um, but that doesn't give you the excuse. You know, if you notice that your dogs are anxious, if they have anxiety, if they're stress chewing, if they're anxious at everything that they see, um, our consultation today, we had a two hour evaluation with Charlie today. And I'm going to tell you what I learned about it. Number one, um, everything that she's going through, 99.9% chance we can overcome with training. All of her issues are the same issues that everybody else's dogs have. Right. Um, And not to mention, my baby Charlie was thrown out of a car window when she was four weeks old. So she's had it a lot rougher than everybody. So all of these things, you can't expect a dog to be normal, just like you can't expect a human to be normal if they've gone through trauma and if they've gone through stuff like that. So you have to get them some help. Right. So, um, you know, enough was enough. We're like, we're going to make sure she lives the best life possible. We need to get her the training. The whole I don't have time thing. It's not an excuse anymore. So. All of this has been happening, (laughs) which, you know, it's been stressful, but it's taught me so much. And um, I really am grateful we found this place. It's in Prospect, Connecticut. It's called Coaching for Paws. They've done nothing for me yet, so I can't really give you a great review on them. But I can tell you that the evaluation they gave us, she was amazing. She was informative. She was non-judgmental. She was super honest. Uh, and it really made me comfortable because the facility is a doggy daycare facility all with certified dog trainers. So my dog's not just going to get dumped off at a boarding place where they can get attacked. I didn't know this was a problem until it happened to me. So if you have a dog, if you have a puppy, all of the things, I'm going to recommend you invest in the training early. I wish I did, but we have two good girls. We leave them off the leash. They're good. They listen and stuff like that. But you never know a dog. You never know. And the best thing that you can do is get them the training that they need and be a good owner and and don't be in denial of it. You know what I mean? Oh, I have a good. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, No. It's not. You're you're you are the boss. The dog is a dog. Right. So that's where Steve and I are getting at where we do spoil our dogs raw. And he's way better than me. I feed them off my fork. I'm so bad. I don't know if anyone else is the same way, but whatever. Judge me. Don't care. (laughs) So I wanted to just share with you a little bit about my dogs because they're really important to me. A little bit about my health, which is becoming more and more important to me. And uh, in this episode, I want to share with you, I will be at ISSE Long Beach. uh, And I will be hanging out with all of the kids who won Beacon uh, this upcoming weekend in Long Beach, California. Uh, ISSE, uh, one of the biggest hair shows, me and Jay Ladner will be teaching our Brace for Impact class. This class has two parts. The first part, I believe, is a free class. Don't quote me. It's a free class, I believe, at ISSE um, where we're going to go in and share with you some empowering information, some uh, really, really uh, 
great information. Jay is going to be sharing his 10 ways to slay and I'm going to be sharing the six client needs on how to get any client addicted to you. It's going to be a fabulous presentation. And then after that, you have the opportunity to sign up and do our color class. Uh, Our color class is filling up really quickly and the people at ISSC have been just so incredible. So thank you, Leslie. Thank you everyone at ISSC for giving us this opportunity as independent educators. Uh, It was, it's a dream come true. I've always wanted to teach my own class at a hair show independently with no you know they reached out directly to us and that was really really incredible so thank you to the amazing people at PBA and ISSC and all all of the people who are organizing this event and doing everything because what you're doing and giving a chance to independent educators you're opening a whole new career opportunity for hairstylists by giving us these opportunities. So thank you so much. And if you're interested in taking my class at ISSC, I would love to meet you. Um, We do spend a lot of time with our attendees before and after, so please come. I hope I get to meet you there. It's very affordable. I couldn't even tell you the price off the top of my head. It's not up in front of me, but it's very, very affordable education and there will be so much value. So I'm so excited about that and I'll see you at ISSC. And then after that, uh, we've got a bunch more classes coming up, my hands-on class and February is almost sold out confidence almost sold out Uh, if you're looking for a really strong class to start your year my strategic color placement hands-on and confident they're back-to-back a Sunday Monday if you purchase both tickets you'll get a hundred dollars off in your cart you just have to use the code SCP 100 S is in Sam C is in color P is in placement, so strategic color placement, SCP 100. If both items are in your cart, you're going to get $100 off both of those classes, okay? Um, Along with that, our hair doctor hoodies are sold out, but we just ordered a brand new re-up order of them, so those will be in uh, shortly. Everything is shipped. I hope that you guys like your hair doctor hoodies. I was really trying to come up with something comfy, cozy, cute, but like fashionable, and just something that you guys could wear that's like cute, where you can live your passion, wear your passion show what you love to do because I know whenever I wear a hair doctor anything people stop me and it's really fun and it just really like helps you hand out cards and I love the hoodies and they the quality is a hundred thousand times amazing so much better um you know our tank tops I love that they're on the cheaper side and that you guys can wear them to work and destroy them and you know I don't want to give you guys a $50 tank top right I want something you guys can order again and again and just like love to wear and destroy but your hair doctor hoodies are so much more like luxurious and soft so I hope that you guys like them I'm like living in them right now uh and I'm really excited to launch something new like that it was really uh, a long time coming I wanted to redesign and I wanted to do some stuff but I wanted just something easy for you guys to wear and just something that you'd like so thank you for the support on everything again you guys are fucking amazing I literally do all of this for you um that's just a little bit about what's going on in my life and in our next episode we'll share with you um a little bit about uh the values I think every business should be valuing (laughs) so I'm going to share with you some of my biggest values in business now And I'm going to share with you what I think uh, the most successful salons have to have in the center of their values to be successful in this day and age. So I'm excited for that. I can't wait. You guys, I love you so much. I can't wait uh, to meet you all in person. You can always uh, shop for any of my classes. You can join our mastermind group. Visit GinaBianca.com. And we'll talk to you soon.
Thank you for listening to the Gina Bianca podcast.